smoking from the inside and outside of the car. Units have been dispatched to the scene. An accident also reported at Highway 17 southbound near Idlewind Road or Idlewild Road. There are no further details, although I am told that a vehicle is blocking the area, and this is at Highway 17 southbound at Idlewild near Idlewild Road. Your Northern Monterey Bay Central Coast weather forecast for today, continuing with patchy fog in the morning. Highs are said to be reaching around 80 in the early afternoon with sunshine breaking through. Light winds currently, which will be drifting southwest 5 to 10 miles per hour as the afternoon progresses. Your Northern Monterey Bay voters forecast for your coastal waters here in the Northern Monterey Bay. Northwest winds 15 to 25 knots. Wind waves 3 to 5 feet. Northwest swell 5 to 7 feet at 7 seconds. This is KSCO AM 1080 Santa Cruz, KOMY AM 1340 La Selva Beach, Watsonville. Stay tuned for the Saturday special next with your host, MZ. Saturday special is brought to you by Los Animas Concrete here in Santa Cruz and by the California Grill and Freedom. And now, without further ado, here is MZ. Good morning, Aaron. How are you feeling today? I'm doing okay. How are you? Yeah, uh, great. Uh, I'm at uh, KSCO East, and I understand uh, you ha- attended a concert of the century last night, huh? Uh, yes, I did. As a matter of fact, I was, uh, as you know, we had done uh, an interview uh, for uh, Dion Warwick on our station on Jacoby's Raising the Standards, and it was very well done. Uh, Miss Warwick, we, you know, if you're listening, we are very thankful for your time, and I have to say, MZ, the concert was amazing last night. The poor woman was rerouted to three different times from East Orange, New Jersey, to come out this way. And she finally made it on the third flight yesterday, totally jet-lagged. And she was rusty a little bit to start with. Oh, but my God, she warmed up. It, I have never seen so much gumph and um, energy from, from a 75-year-old woman. Well, she, I was going to ask how old she is. Yeah, I figured she must be at least that old. Uh, so She's 75, oh. and uh, she uh-huh. performed for um, a, an event. And you know what? I, it's the Sisters of oh, – I can't remember the, the name of it. I really should. But it was just wonderful. It, it was a um, function for people in the uh, tech industry about uh, promoting equality in different walks of life. Are you okay over there? Hey, I should have been – I was clearing my throat. With the cough button, but I guess the cough button doesn't function because I have egg on my face. <laughs> and everybody else in the radio, in the KSEO audience is probably grossed out and tuned out. Well, no worries. So, but, all right, but now, now I know that my, that my cough button doesn't work when it's, uh, when, when it's connected this way. Anyhow, um. Well, well, I will tell you something a little interesting that I bet you probably didn't know. Miss Warwick said that um, I'm sure you know who Hal David was. He was the the lyricist for Burt Bacharach. She says I I was so inspired by him because he he could write something on a paper bag if he felt it was meaningful and draw from that. And she says, but when he gave me a, a song that went whoa 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 whoa, I said to him, you are not going to let me sing this, are you? And he goes, no, you have to record it. She said. So I record. You know the way to San Jose. That's what that's from. Yep. And she said, and I cried all the way to the bank. She says I got my. Uh, that was my first Grammy record in 1968. She is. 
I know. She and her son performed with her. And I have to tell you, that family, it just must be in, in their blood, gift from God, whatever you want to call it. Maybe both. He has an amazing voice. Uh, and his name's David Elliott. And I wish him all the best. He, he's just phenomenal. I mean, it, her show was was worth the time. I mean, you can't even Sounds put like a price on it. It's worth traveling to, even if it's uh, farther away than San Jose, huh? Absolutely, and the, the interesting thing I didn't know. She said, uh, "She said I." She was introducing her band, and she said, "I want to tell you something." She goes, "When I introduce my band members, she says I don't expect a little of applause. We, as entertainers, are feeded by applause. When I introduce my band members, you stand up and you applaud. Without them, we would be nothing." She says, and you know where I learned that from? She says, the greatest entertainer of all time, whom I also dated, Sammy Davis Jr. Oh, my gosh. Wow. So it, it was just a show. I wish you could have been there. It was wonderful. and um, Well, no one invited me. I would have been gone there. I, I, would have, I definitely would have. Anyhow, next time. <clears throat> Yeah, so it, it was just it was just wonderful. It was at the okay. um, San Jose Center for Performing Arts that was founded in 1972, and the acoustics in there are just wonderful. Wow! All right, we will tuck that away. Uh, way to go, Aaron. Happy you had a good time. Now, uh, I believe uh, Kay is at uh, KSCO, right? Uh, to sign books and greet people who come down. I, I am I right? She is, and actually, I was going to ask you. Speaking of. Uh, not only uh, promotional stuff and whatnot is uh, Dave Michaels planning on being here today. He he is. Uh, it's been it's been advertised, so he must not quite be there yet. Is that right? Or, or? I have not seen and or heard any side of him. Well, he might be uh, he might be in the uh, garage, uh, you know, uh, rolling up his sleeves and getting ready to to, to move with that. But uh, when 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 you do see him, uh, feel free to have. In fact, please ask him to break in and let us, uh, you know, let us know that he's indeed there, uh, and uh, just break into the show here, as I wish you would do. Um, if there is anything uh, that could be improved uh, with the audio, for example, we're coming in too hot or, or not loud enough or whatever. So let's do that. Um, and I believe you have, uh, I believe you have the good morning jingle ready. So that we can I sure am. Would you like me to execute? I, I think that would be great so that I could hear it. And then wh where the bridge starts, you could just sort of fade it down, but not all the way down, but not down so much. Just uh, a little donut. Yeah, yeah. So I could just sort of do my thing and get into the mood. All right. I'm ready whenever you are. I'm ready. Go. All righty. Good morning. A brighter day is here. Good morning. May we bring you cheer. We've got time, we've got tunes, we've got time, tunes and temperature. Get up and go, it's today you know on KSCO Radio. Hey, good morning, KSCO land. MC here welcoming you to our number one of the KSCO Saturday special. Uh, we're going to be on the air right up until 12 noon, as we always are. I uh, want to thank uh, Rich Lieberman for doing a great job for the symphony. Yeah, we're Good morning. Now stay right here on KSCO Radio. 
for more than uh, two years now, uh, KSCO has um, has brought you been one media outlet that has brought you the uh, story of the Drake's Bay Oyster Farm. How this was not renewed in uh, 2012, and as a result, um, it looked as if uh, that whole farm was going to have to close down, and it still does. There have been many, 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 many people uh, um, to try to stop that. Uh, yeah, Aaron, you can lose the music. That's fine. Uh, okay, so um, and what we're going to do today? Okay, there it is. Okay. <laughs> All right. What we're going to do today is we're going to do a follow-up. We're going to bring you an update on the uh, latest in the Drake's Bay oyster farm situation. I'm sure you have heard the news uh, that uh, they've pretty much run out of uh, of, of um, stays of execution. And the reason I said that this is going to be a very sad Saturday uh, special, at least uh, for the part that we talk uh, about the Drake's Bay Oyster Farm, is because uh, on uh, Thursday of this week, July 31st, uh, the uh, Drake's Bay Oyster Farm did close, and they had a, uh, an event there that was attended by several hundred people, uh, all um, um, strong supporters, and I wouldn't miss it for the world. Uh, I would have traveled a lot farther than I than I did travel. Um, and people made speeches. They were very moving, touching speeches. Uh, it seems like such a terrible, terrible waste. Um, but the oyster farm uh, has closed. It has not ceased operations entirely because uh, oh, a couple weeks back, uh, a, a lawsuit was filed by, uh, believe it or not, uh, a number of, um, of restaurants and a competing oyster farm appealing to the uh, federal court to please issue a stay of execution uh, as far as the uh, killing of millions and millions and millions and millions of oysters. Uh, the, the, the place closed down on it issue. It shucked its last oyster and closed down its retail operation and its canning operation uh, on uh, Thursday. It was very sad. There were many speeches. I got there maybe halfway through. I couldn't get there quite at the beginning, as I had hoped. But when I did get there, the speeches that I uh, saw, uh, saw uh, witnessed were, as I said, very moving. And we have a guest today um, who has been a major advocate. In fact, Jane Georgie is the person who is uh, the, the reason that <laughs> the, the reason that I that uh, I and KSCO really got behind this whole um, story uh, going back a couple years now. Um, and so, uh, so let's see here. Oyster Zone, uh, Oyster Zone uh, blog is the name of Jane's uh, uh, blog. And let, let's just bring Jane on here. Uh, I think if we click her on and lock her in. Jane, are you there? Good morning, Michael. I am. Okay, great. Yeah, you're a little, little hot on my end here, but maybe it's good. Welcome to uh, the KSCO Saturday special. Uh, we've had you on uh, a time or two along with Kevin Lunny, uh, the owner of the Drake's Bay Oyster Farm, uh, over the last uh, several months and uh, more than you know, year, year and a half. Um, you made, in my opinion, the most moving speech 
that I that I heard in, in uh, at the event on on Thursday. I recorded the entire speech of yours on my iPhone, and I could play it. But you know what? Since I got the real the, <laughs> since, since I since I got the real gal herself here, um, it's not going to be. I won't get all the wind noise. So would you mind uh, starting us out uh, on the Saturday special today with uh, with that speech that you gave? I think it was about five minutes long. Am I right? Correct. Okay. Uh, if you would do that now, uh, and then we will uh, we will have a further discussion on this and what things what what may lie ahead in the future. It's not dead, dead, dead. It's pretty close to dead, but there is some. There's some bright spots that I that I think you uncovered, and I want to thank you for it. Okay. All right. Well, um, my name is Jane Georgie. I'm the author of OysterZone.org. It's a uh, technically a blog, but it is I established it as a research tool. See, I moved to Point Reyes in 2004 and met Kevin and Nancy uh, over coffee and donuts at Mass, and I would hear from them one story and we'd read in the local papers an entirely different story being put out by the Point Reyes National Seashore. And about 2011, I decided my business and personal situations had settled down enough that I could devote some time. So I started to write a chronology and I sat down with them and said, explain to me what's gone on. At that point, I didn't know who was telling the truth, the park or the Lunnies. I just wanted to find out what the truth was, and when I did, I wanted to make it available to anybody who wanted, and that's how the blog got started. Um, one point of fact that I brought up at the very beginning of the speech was Oyster Bay National Wildlife Refuge consists of 3,204 acres of bay bottom, salt marsh, and a small freshwater wetland. It is managed principally for use by migratory waterfowl and other water birds. It is also one of the few bay bottom refuges owned and managed by the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service. It's located off Long Island Sound, and the sheltered nature of the bay makes it extremely attractive as winter habitat for a variety of waterfowl species. The state of New York has designated the Oyster Bay area as a significant coastal fish and wildlife habitat. Marine wildlife common to the refuge includes harbor seals, diamondback terrapins, and several species of sea turtles. Shellfish and finfish are abundant at Oyster Bay. And the really interesting part is New York State's only remaining commercial Oyster Farm operates on the Oyster Bay National Wildlife Refuge, producing 90% of the state's oyster harvest. The state of New York has designated the Oyster Bay area as a significant coastal fish and wildlife habitat. And I ask you, <coughs> if there, why not here? Good point. And so, you just discovered this recently, right? Yes, I did. It was about two weeks ago. Um, Barbara Scott brought it to my attention. She's the resident of uh, uh, Stinson Beach. She used to own the uh, 
I think it was called the Paradise Cafe or the um, Pacific Cafe in Stinson Beach. But she brought it to my attention. And um, the thing that had bothered me from the very beginning, aside from my suspicion of the um, false science being produced by the park, was the fact that this is an oyster farm producing food. We have today... 7 billion people on the face of this earth and there are people who are dying every day of starvation and a couple weeks ago I was on the checkout stand at um, Safeway and there's the National Geographic cover story you see the uh, the earth and stars behind it and a eat sign flashing uh, and it says serving more than 7 billion every day the new food revolution now this is the May issue 2014, and this article is by Jonathan Foley, and it's about the new food revolution. And he said, to feed our hungry planet, we must change the way we farm and the way we think. Now, Jonathan Foley is the director of the Institute on the Environment, University of Minnesota. And he says, when we think about threats to the environment, we tend to picture cars and smokestacks, not dinner. But the truth is our need for food poses one of the biggest dangers to the planet. And that's from page 35. The agriculture is among the greatest contributors to global warming, emitting more greenhouse gases than all our cars, trucks, trains, and planes combined. These are facts right out of his article. Methane released from cattle and rice farms nitrous oxide from fertilized fields, and carbon dioxide from the cutting of rainforests to grow crops or raise livestock. Farming is the thirstiest user of our precious water supplies. And runoff from fertilizers and manure makes farming a major polluter. The spread of prosperity across the world, especially in China and India, is driving an increased demand for meat, eggs, and dairy, boosting pressure to grow more corn and soybeans to feed more cattle, pigs, and chicken. And as we've cleared areas of grassland and forest for farms, we've lost crucial habitat, making agriculture a major driver of wildlife extinction. And he goes on to point out, if these trends continue, the double whammy of population growth and richer diets will require us to roughly double the amount of crops we grow by 2050 because it's estimated we'll have 9 billion people on the face of the earth by that time. So the author and his team proposed five steps to solve the world's food dilemma. And I took those five steps and injected the oyster farm. So step number one was to freeze agriculture's footprint. Avoiding further deforestation must be a top priority. Well, oyster farming requires no deforestation. Good thing to keep it. Point number two, grow more on farms we've got. High-tech precision farming systems and borrowing from organic farming could boost yields several times over. Well, in that case, leave Drake's Bay Oyster Farm right where it is. It doesn't require high-tech farming systems. And it's already 100% organic. Point number three, use resources more efficiently. 
organic farming can greatly reduce the use of water and chemicals. Well, oyster farming requires neither fertilizers nor chemicals and uses no added fresh water. Point number four, shift diets. Finding more efficient ways to grow meat and shifting to less meat-intensive diets could free up substantial amounts of food. Curtailing the use of food crops for biofuels could also enhance food availability. Okay, well, retaining a sustainable, renewable, ecologically and environmentally beneficial source of food production, oyster farming will do that. And no one's using oysters for biofuels. Five, reduce waste. 25% of the world's food calories are lost or wasted before they can be even consumed. Tackling waste would be one of the most effective options for boosting food availability. Well, oysters come in individually nature-wrapped packages. Buy what you need, eat what you bought. Even the empty shells are useful. Whole, they're providing habitat restoration. Crushed, they're used as organic fertilizer and ground cover. Oyster production is the winner in solving the world food shortage dilemma. George Washington is purported to have said our country is an experiment, and he gave it only 20 years. I give this wilderness without oysters experiment 20 years. It will have to be put back for both reasons environmental and food necessity. We'll have 9 billion mouths to feed. It will be too late for the Lunnies, their workers and families, as well as all the ranchers and dairies out in Point Reyes, because the water filtration system provided by the oysters will have been removed and will leave them as the major polluter of the estero, and soon they too will have to go, unless Congress intervenes. And I ask Congress, don't let this empty environmental experiment ruin the lives of all these people and extinguish the agricultural character of West Marin. Congress, you have the power. Congress, you have the authority to reverse this decision. Congress, act to reverse this decision today. Powerful, powerful speech. Thank you, Jane. You're welcome. Um, Now, all during the time this has been going on, I've been scratching my head, and people that I know have been scratching their heads and asking, why, why are they doing this? Why are they being such um, hypocrites? Um, Drake's Bay Oyster Farm was just uh, a few years back uh, written up as the model, the model sustainable, uh, you know, uh, 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 agricultural system. Um, and the, the Lunnies were praised as the ultimate stewards of the land. And then something happened, just overnight almost, to, to paint them as criminals and, and rapers of the land and so forth. And it just seemed very, very, very strange. We've all been scratching our heads on that. But, you know, in talking with you after, all, after the event uh, on Thursday, you told me something that made an awful lot of sense, and you—it's basically the end of your of your speech here. Um, it'll it'll be too late for the Lunnies uh, because you give this experiment 
just wilderness without oysters experiment 20 years. It will be put back for both reasons, environmental and necessity, because there are 9 billion mouths to feed. Well, not everybody needs, not, not everybody eats oysters. I mean, uh, uh, in fact, I've never even liked oysters. But I've sort of become uh, interested, <laughs> I've sort of become interested in uh <laughs> In, 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 develop, in acquiring a taste for oysters as a result of this whole thing, that, that very uh, em, emotional oyster toast that that people um, um, mentioned, you, you know, that people were invited to participate in. Yeah. Uh, we, we were each handed a pretty good size oyster, and I said, "Well, I'm going to down this." And you know what? wasn't wasn't too bad. <laughs> I could de- I could develop a taste for that after all. So, uh, you know, for me personally, uh, Drake, the, the disappearance of, of, of the Drake's Bay Oyster Farm is going to be, uh, you know, that much more of a tragedy. So, well, you uh, know, it used to be a staple on all the menus of all the restaurants in the San Francisco Bay Area until the oysters were fished out and gone. And it's just a matter of bringing them back and getting people used to them again. Uh, we will need food. When you think uh-huh. about, uh, if, if you research at all about the, uh, uh, the prisoners in the 16 and 17, 1800s in the East Coast complaining that they were being served lobster every day and you wouldn't serve this to dogs, you know, it, it's, a, it's a matter of, uh, of getting used to it again, making it available. I mean, Margaret Grade of Sir and Star Restaurant uh, did a um, uh, catered an event when Paul Berkowitz was out uh, doing a, a speech about uh, uh, the case of the Indian trader, and she served what I thought were burgers, little sliders, and it turns yeah. out she had fixed the oysters in such a way that they tasted just like the most delicious hamburger meat you'd ever eaten. And they were pure oyster. And it's just a matter of getting used to it again. And we're going to need food. Wow. So anyhow, um, what you what you told me, and what you you allude to here in your speech, um, it'll be too late for the Lunnies, their workers and families, as well as all the ranchers and dairies on this peninsula, because the water filtration system provided by the oysters, having been removed will leave them as the the major polluter of the estero, and soon they, too, will have to go. Yeah. Okay? So so maybe maybe this whole thing is a grand plan, you know, the Agenda 21 thing about, about closing up everything. You know? It, I mean, it, if that's it, true... It, it, it then sort then of that, makes sense. It sort of makes sense now that I'm thinking about it. Well, if that's true, that makes Amy Trainer, Gordon Bennett, Neil Desai... Dr. Sarah Allen, Dr. Ben Becker, Don Neubacher, all pawns mm-hmm. in a, a, a global effort to rid the planet of people. <laughs> so it's, uh-huh. but you know it. Yeah, I, I can't see, imagine see, that they that they would be willing that that anybody would would be willing. And yet, why is there such a thing as Agenda Twenty One? Yes, it uh, it's hard to believe that that this case got as far as it did, and it still failed. I mean, you're talking about an environmentally beneficial source of food production, 
being taken away. It, right. it boggles the mind. It just it it's just it's a travesty. It's 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 just wrong. It can coexist with their fantasy characterization of wilderness. Right. It's just no reason to remove it. It does such good for the <laughs> environment, provides habitat for uh, all the sea life and waterfowl in the area, and you know, it's it's just it just makes no sense. So I'm right. I'm I'm like you. I'm I'm still scratching my head. Right. Is okay. it true? We're, is, we're... Is, is is Agenda 21 really true? I have to uh, now. I have to wonder. You mean you mean you for a while you didn't think it was, well, or you said I, what's that? Or I can't or, I can't imagine that there are people sitting around somewhere thinking, how are we going to get rid of several billion people? I know we'll starve them to death. We'll take away their food supplies. I, I just it can can you picture that? In anything but a, uh, I think a non, I think the people I think the people novel. who would who would be like that would be uh, globalist type people, you know, who want to rule the world. And if a, a world with lesser with fewer people in its population will be easier to rule. Well, how Just, how do they get to be the ones that manage to get the food? Um, I guess they have to be in the lucky sperm club. I guess. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I, that's my best answer for that. Yeah, anyway, we're talking with Jane Georgie uh, from uh, uh, OysterZone.org, and um, we're going to open the phone lines up four seven nine ten eighty if you want to give us a call. And uh, you know, I I just love to to have this public forum somehow, some way, lead to some government face saving solution for the oyster farm so that it could reopen. Uh, and, and it's still not closed, closed entirely because it's still, they're still, you know, they haven't been ordered to kill all the oysters. Well, the, the fact is the land on which the oyster shack and the cannery sits is pastoral zone, and that was the lease that wasn't renewed. The water bottoms and oyster fishing are the rights of the California Republic, and that is what this uh, Tamales Bay et al. suit is about, suing the California Republic for not protecting California's rights, for not ensuring that we maintain our rights. I see. Okay, and and the status of that is, uh, I, th I think, a, a, a temporary stay of execution was granted, what, a couple of weeks ago, shortly after the suit was filed, am I right? Uh, first they filed the suit, um, and um, then they stipulated to a hearing on September 8th and a requirement that 30-day notice be given. And then just yesterday, another motion was filed saying, no, you must keep the oyster farm open for wholesale because you're going to put all of us out of business. You've got Tamales <clears throat> Oyster Company, Hog Island Oyster Company. They get a huge portion of their oysters from Drake's Bay. 
And all wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Uh, now I'm, I'm upset because I thought that the the um, temporary stay that was granted, I believe, a couple of weeks ago, covered the wholesale operation. You're saying that's not true, that they needed to request specifically? They, uh, they, what the uh, Park Service can do is come in and give them 30 days to shut down wholesale operations as well. And that has not happened, right? That has not happened. So the people have not lost their jobs and have not lost their homes as of this point in time, correct? And every day they come to work holding their breath because today could be the day a, that they get what, their 30-day notice. What, what, a, what a way to yeah. live. What a way to live. My God. Yeah. yeah. All right. It's the Saturday special on your favorite radio station, AM 1080 KSCO. Um, Maybe we'll come up with a good idea. You know, that's what I'd like. I mean, use use community talk radio as a as a positive forum. Anyhow, we got some callers at four seven nine ten eighty. Let's bring. We've got a couple callers now. We'd like to hear a lot more. Four seven nine ten eighty in area eight three one. By the way, Dave Michaels, uh, I believe, is present. I got an email from him. Uh, he might be too busy to come on and 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 uh, do his own little promo here during the show, but. Aaron, as soon as he can, uh, be sure to have uh, Dave come in. Maybe it won't be till the break or something, but uh, um, he's uh, Dave is out at the garage at 2300 Portola Drive. So is uh, uh, Kay, not probably not at the garage, but she's inside. And if you want to come and uh, get a book and have her inscribed, that'd be great. Uh, there are some pretty neat uh, uh, promotional deals for longevity products. Hey, my favorite is the Go Foods Bar, Whole Food Mineral Bars. No gluten, no soy, no dairy, no nuts, no glycerin, no trans fat, no hydrogenated oils, no high fructose corn syrup, no artificial sweeteners, no preservatives, no coatings, no non-GMO and non-traditional, and they taste absolutely delicious. It's a tart, cherry flavor. Anyhow, we got a bunch of those, uh, so come on down to, uh, or go on down, because uh, I'm at KSCO East. You won't see me, but you'll see Dave. Um, let's get back. Let's go to the phones. Rory in Watsonville, welcome to the KSCO special with Jane and MZ. Well, Michael, thank you for keeping a spotlight on this and keeping us up to date, and uh, we, we hope and pray the Lummies and the others can continue. Uh, so the, as I understand it, part of the reason I called was for clarification, so the 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 Drake's Bay Oyster Company is now on a 30-day notice pending uh, what? I, I don't yeah. think so. Jane, Jane no, is that? No, no. Uh, what they've done is they have they had to close the retail operation. You cannot drive out there and buy oysters at the Oyster Shack or uh, canned oysters. They can't can and they can't sell to the general public. Okay. They can continue to sell to the restaurants, and the retail outlets. Okay. Where is where are our two California U.S. senators on this case? Because I would think they would be able to exert a tremendous amount of leverage against these tin-horn bureaucrats that are pushing this agenda. Dianne Feinstein has been behind them 100% the entire way. Hey, okay, I've got a question about that, Jane. I, I heard Charlie Friedman on our station talking about that uh, just yesterday. And uh, I, I know that Diane Feinstein has been, you know, a, a proponent of keeping the oyster farm uh, open. 
and you say 100% all the way. What, what, what does that mean? I mean, I, I sort of think she's a pretty powerful gal. And I, I think, is it possible that she hasn't been 100%? She might have been, you know, 50% or 80%, but so far, not enough. <laughs> not enough of her juice has been utilized, uh, you know, to have the desired effect. Uh, all I can tell you is from the Lunnies, they think she's wonderful. They know that she's been working very, very hard. The biggest problem came in that um, uh, rider to the bill. She was up against Bingaman, who used to be uh, the environmental lawyer for the Sierra Club. And he had her change. He said, unless you want to fight right here on the Senate floor, a filibuster, you will change that from Salazar will to Salazar may. Oh, brother. And that's... that's what a what, rat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what, what at I don't, that time... What I don't understand. Go ahead. At that time, that's when the Coastal Commission was doing its dirty double dealing and uh, slapping the Lunnies with a, uh, a lawsuit. They have recently had that lawsuit overturned completely. They would not allow the Lunnies to present evidence they would not allow the lunnies to um they wouldn't hear from them they only heard, have you ever heard of a, any case where you 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 don't hear from the opposition yeah it's a totalitarian regime but yeah well I that's, don't understand. that's what the california coastal commission had turned into yeah. but the thing is that came up at the very moment that diane is working to get this writer so that he will be salazar could would be uh, required to renew the lease, and it threw everybody for a loop. And one thing led to another, and we got Will turned into May. Doesn't and that doesn't, was the uh, yeah okay. And that happened what like a year ago, right? Oh no, that was uh, 2011 September. Okay, okay so it was it was before he actually. Uh, denied the, the renewal of the lease, right? Yeah, because that wording allowed him <laughs> the discretion, yeah. as Yes, like yes, yes. It, it, it was not, it no. was a non-discretionary thing before that. I, um, what I what I would want to propose is the Bay Area, with its tremendous clout, its tremendous uh, interest in good food, high quality, naturally raised, soft on the earth, et cetera, et cetera, all the other population control stuff aside, which we know about, they need to put pressure on Mr. Fonenpin and get him to go after this edict and stop it and allow the Lunnies to renew their lease or allow them to buy the ground, do a land exchange or something. So that's that's what I would say. Yeah. Bay Area, get your, get your calls, your emails into Mr. Fonenpin, your guy, and get him to do something about this. He seems to be able to do anything he wants. Help out a private business. We need jobs. We need the food. It's tremendous for us. And anyway, earlier this that. morning, earlier this morning, uh, Rory, I I had a conversation, a phone conversation with the smartest man in the world. That's of course Dr. Bill Wattenberg. And uh, uh, he was on his way. Uh, he he he. Uh, it'd be great if he could have joined us, but. He's he's right now for the entire time uh, on the uh, you know 
traveling in a canyon where there's no cell service. So, uh, but anyhow, he said that that the whole thing is is so hypocritical here, uh, and that it would be a real, real simple thing, uh, except that it would be a real simple thing to get this thing uh, uh, buttoned up, you, you know, and, and have the place be um, remain open. But what's happened is because the um, there, there's this whole um, uh, imbroglio, I guess is a good word. Uh, apparently, Ken Salazar is running for uh, governor in in the state of Colorado, and he need and he needs all of the help that he can get from you know his world environmentalist constituency, yeah, zealots and so forth. I call them. Um, yeah. And uh, because of that, you know, once the Sierra Club gets involved and once the machinery gets moving, it, it's impossible to stop. And uh, so I, I, I wish he was – I'm not doing a very good job of, of, uh, of reporting what well, he told me. Yeah, it made an no. awful lot of sense, actually. The, so. Yeah, and you're right. And you, you and Jan were talking earlier about Agenda 21, and it's real. People can go read what they want to do. You can read what the population control people say they want to do, from Ted Turner to Jacques Cousteau Jr., or whatever his name is, the son of Jacques. Yeah, uh, you name it. They're the who's who of the global elite want to decrease population, and they're, 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 they're slight of hand. They don't tell you everything they're doing. And, and keeping completely pristine wilderness is the goal. I mean, you can go up, and there was a whole, there's a whole movement of deep ecology. Just go read their their uh, papers. They're on the net, and it's it's real, folks. And they don't give two double dams about the average person. And they'll go after the lungies and honorable families doing a good job up there, and they don't care. And they'll make all kinds of arguments how they're polluting the bay, blah blah blah, to make their case. And then once they're out, they're out. They're never coming back. So, Bay Area, wake up! I know you can get this signal. And uh, Michael, Jan, the others, Lonnie's hang in there. We're behind you, and we'll keep listening. Thank, Thank you, you. Uh, Rory. Great to hear from you. Four seven nine ten eighty. Now a line open uh, there. We have several lines open at four seven nine ten eighty. That's an area eight three one. You'll have to dial that if you're outside of the eight three one area code. Uh, we hope you will do so and uh, sort of chew on this with us uh, on this issue with us publicly. Let's put out some ideas. The idea of making it a uh, a a a, 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 a what do they call it here? Like they have it, the Oyster Bay National Wildlife Refuge uh, in the state of New York on Long Island. Uh, the state of New York has designated the Oyster Bay area in Long Island as a significant coastal fish and wildlife habitat. And I, I guess the government runs or oversees the production of 90% of the state's oyster harvest right there. So it sounds very much like the uh, situation, in fact, even more so, because uh, I believe the Lunny's Drake's uh, uh, Bay Farm has, has produced, I've heard, uh, 40% of the California-consumed uh, 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 oyster uh, crop. And so... Uh, it, it, there's an answer in here somewhere. I mean, let the government, let let the zealot save face. I mean, I, I asked Kevin Lunny, well, I the, said. The, the, the answer I see is is with the state of California. It lies there. These water bottoms are owned by the California Republic. So 
our California representatives have to be notified. Our what about the governor? How about how about Governor Brown? Has anybody ever talked to him about this? I'm not on the inside loop for the uh, um, you know internal communications. So right. I'm sure okay. somebody is talking to somebody. But the thm is, this lawsuit, Tamales Bay Oyster Company and et al., is the one that's really got the NPS and the PRNS shaking in their boots because they know they don't have a leg to stand on. They know these water bottoms belong to All the right. state of California. Well, that's pretty neat. That's pretty neat. I mean, it's sad that the oyster, that, that the oyster shack has closed, and it's sad that the cannery has closed. But the big thing... The, the super big thing to be sad about hasn't happened yet. And I, I, I like to be really positive in my belief that, uh, that this lawsuit will prevent that from happening. It could be for years. You know? Yes. And, and I'd also, I'd also while there's time to come up with a solution. Uh, let's yeah. see. We have a number of people who want to get on the air here. Let's go to uh, Lee and Spreckles. Lee, welcome to KSCO. You're on with Jane and MZ. Michael, you and and the, your guest here is uh, focused on on something that it, it's a blessing from God, and He loves us, and the truth is what we have to have. and And you brought Alex Jones into my life, and this man, twenty years, is now one of the top ten in the world in news broadcasting, and he can put. The, the focus on the evil people that are behind this Agenda 21. Well, that, I, I'm sure that's truly, but so what? So what if he can put them? We're doing that. I mean, Alex can do it in a much more efficient way because he has millions of people who listen to him every day. We right. certainly don't at KSCO. But so what? Well, this, mean, uh, th these people, if they're given their way, if they, if they break uh, the, the, this event then then they will they will be able to get away with i mean you, we you have to draw a line i mean this this dear lady here has shed some real true light on on, on the 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 it is not an impact on on people as far as it is the operation it it, the impact is, is the people that are trying to break it down and destroy it. It's just like the dams of, of California here. It, when we don't have water, it will be dammed and dried up and 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 and, and have to move. I mean, how? When are we gonna? When when Diane Feinstein says something, if she doesn't produce a actual i don't believe her i just don't believe sam far i don't believe any of these people I, I i changed sam far's tire one day he called up the other day wanting i don't want to talk to the guy he 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 didn't even know agenda 21 was when you yes he does him. yes he does well i mean yes, he, the time that he was we, was, we caught uh, him on that on a live program with dr bill wattenberg yeah and but he, he denied he denied knowing anything about it and that was at the very end of the program. I, I produced a letter that Sam had signed 17 years earlier, you know, talking about uh, the, the new Agenda 21 and how it, it was a wonderful thing that he was totally behind. Well, yeah. well at the, the end of the story here today is that, that it's a, a real, I mean, it, it can't get any, any more pristine in, in, in production and performance. I mean, 
it's true that petrochemicals are are toxic to to the water to us to everything but but here is an event that that, that that this is driven by by the greediest the richest people on earth the their 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 ancestors or mere offspring or Bilderbergers and, and and Alex can put that to light and 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 I I just say to you that that we've got to uh, not back down we and I and I I got to get off the phone and say thank you both and 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 let's know that if there's a will there's a way I mean and the truth is what we I mean if if we're not building on a foundation of, of quality that that's pleasing to God then then it won't work but. Thank you. All right. Thank you, Lee. There's Lee and Spreckles. Here's Jan in San Lorenzo Valley. Jan, you're on the air. Hi, MZ. And I, I didn't get your guest's name. Jane Georgie. Jane. Jane and, hi, Jane. Uh, thank hi. you for the fight that you're doing here. Um, this is Look. about uh, globalist control of, of our country. Um, they have, they're trying to get control of America. They want control of all of the land. They're against any private control of the land. They want to get us off the land into these little cities with stack them and pack them housing. If you go to freedomadvocates.org, there's a lot of information Michael Shaw and his wife have put together. They don't want us to use any resources at all. And I, I, I want to compare it to what goes on with the forest landowners. You know, they... They vilify us for wanting to um, selectively harvest our property so that we can thin it out and keep it safe from fires. They restrict us. They take the land. And then what do they do, like up over by the CMEX plant where they uh, took that land? They look, they go, you know, I think it's the Friends of the Forest or whatever. They go, oh, look at this. You know, we do. We have to harvest this. We have to clean it up. So they take it out of private control. And they have to control it. And then they do what the private landowner would have done anyway. They're just greedy little, you know what? And the American people have to learn that this is, this is real. Agenda 21 is real. They do not care about us at all. They don't care if we live. They prefer that we would die and preserve everything for them and their families. And if the American people don't learn that this is the truth and start fighting it, well then, Move or I don't know. What do we do? We just how do they keep, how do they keep themselves how how do they keep themselves from being the ones that die along with the ones that they want to die? How do where do they go? How how do they get themselves fed? How do they avoid? Uh, I think there's a secret organization where they take care of each other, and as long as you sign on to this, and they get a lot of the uh, eco Nazis, a lot of them come from the University of Santa Cruz. If you look in the Iwan ads, one of the uh, uh, jobs that was always available, and I haven't looked at it lately, but the first thing on the list was activist. And there's a way for kids to make money by turning against their country, joining this global revolution of taking over. And they're using our children to destroy America. And parents keep sending their children to these schools. I grant, granted, there are a lot of students that do good there, but there's a lot of them that get into this wow. Nazi business. Right. And then their kids come home, and they, you don't recognize them because your kids, their minds have been twisted and taken over, and they're fighting for this Agenda 21 against their 
families, against the American people. Wake up, America. You're being taken over. They don't want any private land. They don't want you to grow your food. They don't want you to live. It's yeah. either stand up or die. All right, Jan, thanks very thanks much for, for the- calling the Saturday special. I'm sorry uh, I, I, I cut Jan off there. I didn't mean to do that. Andy and Santa Cruz, you're up next. Welcome yeah. to the Saturday special. Yeah, hi, MZ. You know, hi. America, hi. Uh, you know, American business is built on collective bargaining here. You got Feinstein on your side, and I'm willing to bet there's a number of individuals that like to find a nice way out of this. <clears throat> Excuse me. No, no politician wants to be seen as putting people out of work and out of their homes and whatnot. So you've already given them retail. You've given them the canning. Give them a little bit of area. And, you know, I bet you they want to find a way out of this. I'd like to think you're right. Yeah, so thank you I. for adding that little that little bit of positivity to the to the radio program, okay, Andy. Take care. Really Bye. appreciate that. Um, so anything we want to cover next hour here? Uh, or or uh, are you going to blast off? Or uh, there, There's so much that we could talk about and, and, and sort of hash out specific ideas. But, you know, maybe it's enough. What do you think, Jane? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I don't know what to say here. We we got uh, we got the news coming up in uh, in a minute from now, and um, and you want to stay over for a little while next next hour, or or, uh, or do you think we've covered it all? I think we've pretty much covered it all. We just got to okay. get people to uh, contact their Congress people and uh, maybe a wash uh, a, a march on Sacramento. Right. Okay, well, see, that's something we can sort of, we could have something to do with organizing that. We could talk about that. Anyone, thank you for everything you do. Um, and, uh, you and the Lunnies deserve a long vacation. <laughs> You're terrific. Best to you and Frank and my favorite dog, Arthur. You take oh, care, okay? Arthur. It's KSCO Santa Cruz Salinas Monterey. It's 11 a.m. Here is CBS News, I think, if I've got my clock synchronized properly here. Do I, Aaron? Aaron, are you there? Okay, well, that's pretty Yep, far. no, not synchronized quite right. All right, now here's CBS News. Oh, okay, good. Thanks. CBS News, I'm Pam Coulter. Arriving back in the U.S. today, the doctor who was infected with the Ebola virus is now receiving treatment at Emory University Hospital in Atlanta. CBS's Vicente Arena says... Many precautions have been taken to prevent any spread of the deadly virus. The ambulance itself actually has a system inside of it to keep the deadly contagious disease from spreading. Any workers that might be inside that ambulance working on the patient himself, once the patient is taken to the isolation unit here, there have been many modifications made to this room to handle people who come in with deadly contagious diseases. Health officials say other Americans are not at risk. There are signs Israel is slowing its offensive in Gaza. I'm Robert Berger in Jerusalem. Israeli media say some ground forces have withdrawn from Gaza, while others are redeploying closer to the border. The move comes after the army said it would complete its mission to destroy a network of Hamas tunnels within 24 hours. Israel seems to be moving toward a unilateral ceasefire after failing to agree on terms with Hamas.
There's a water emergency in the Toledo area. Chris Aberzazi is a spokesman for the state of Ohio. Governor Kasich has declared a state of emergency for Lucas and Wood counties after city of Toledo officials found evidence of an algae contaminant in the public water system and advised residents not to drink the water. The GOP-led House passed a $694 million bill to deal with the flood of children coming across the southwest border. But CBS's Mark Albert reports the measure was mostly a symbolic effort. The president vowed to veto the bill, although the Senate, controlled by Democrats, is unlikely to even bring it up for a vote. The Senate's own $2.7 billion plan failed to pass a preliminary vote this week. And President Obama said with Congress out on recess, he may act alone to allocate resources to deal with the border crisis. An administration official told Reuters they will transfer $405 million to agencies dealing with the border crisis. The Football Hall of Fame welcomes a new class today. CBS's Tom Sabella. Ray Guy was the first pure punter to be drafted in the first round of the NFL draft. Now the former Oakland Raider is the first pure punter to be elected to the Pro Football Hall of Fame. It's for me, but it's more for my family and for my uh, teammates that have been behind me all these years, and, and it's for them. And that's what makes the moment so precious. Andre Reed says he'll share the moment with his teammates. I think about all those guys and how much they wanted this for me. I felt a part of them. Regardless of what we did on the field, we were always family. Also being inducted are Derek Brooks, Aeneas Williams, Claude Humphrey, Walter Jones, and Michael Strahan. Tom Sabella, CBS News. The Atlanta Braves say longtime broadcaster Pete Van Weeren has died after battling cancer. He was 69. This is CBS News. Every footballer at every club, every hero we know and love, every bloke who takes a spill, every lovely bit of skill, every keeper getting stick, every through ball, every flick, every ace in the hole, every stunning, brilliant goal. For every thrill supporters seek, the Premier League is every week. The Premier League returns to NBC and NBCSN beginning August 16th. Every match, every team, every week. It's the most advanced technology available. Engineered with over 200 million sensory receptors. Its all-terrain design is beautifully formed. Weather-resistant. Reliable. Astonishingly high performance in even the most challenging of circumstances. And it is also the finest search technology in the world. There's nothing else quite like a search dog. Be part of the search. Go to searchdogfoundation.org to see how you can help. What's next for pot products? An automat? There are candy machines and soda machines. And now there's a vending machine that sells edible marijuana products. The pot vendor has found a home in Colorado where consuming recreational marijuana is legal. The unique dispenser has its own security system, says Stefan Sheeran, who markets the machine. They use a combination of the same software that's used in pharmacies. It checks for a fraud ID, and then we use a system to validate that the person who's holding that ID is the same person that's standing there in front of the machine. Sheeran says product content and recommended ingestion amounts are carefully screened. Stefan Kaufman, CBS News, Denver. Things have changed in Colorado since it legalized the recreational use of pot, and one thing is the competition at a county fair. For the first time, cannabis is joining roses and dahlias at the Denver County Fair. Those 21, those 21 and over can visit a pot pavilion where winning entries for plants, bongs, and edible treats are on display. Pam Coulter, CBS News.
You're listening to KSCO AM 1080 Santa Cruz, KOMY AM 1340 La Selva Beach, Watsonville. Currently four minute, or five minutes past 11 a.m. on Saturday, August 2nd, 2014. This is Aaron Shore with your local King of the Hill Traffic and Central Coast Weather brought live to you. Taking a look at your roadways out there, we're going to start off with an accident in King City. All other accidents in and around Santa Cruz have cleared up. Happy to report no signs of any traffic delays in and around Santa Cruz roadways as well as highways 1, 17, and 9. King City at County Road 18 at New Plato Road. Looks like there was an accident that happened earlier with a disabled vehicle in the roadway, including debris. Units are still at the scene as of 7.15 this morning. In Hollister at 372.10 Nassan Road, a vehicle was heard to have been in a traffic collision. No vehicle has been spotted, though, although it was reported uh, there was a vehicle spinning. Still, no vehicle has been uh, seen as of 10.20 this morning. If you have any reports, please call KSEO at 831-475-1080. That is area code 831-475-1080. Your Northern Monterey Bay Central Coast weather forecast for today. Continuing with clouds throughout the rest of the morning. Sunshine breaking through in the afternoon. Highs are said to be around 80 today. Light winds, which will be drifting southwest 5 to 10 miles per hour in the afternoon. Your Northern Monterey Bay boaters forecast for your northern Monterey Bay coastal waters. Northwest winds 15 to 25 knots. Wind waves 3 to 5 feet. Northwest swell 5 to 7 feet at 7 seconds. KSCO and KOMY. Here is MZ with our number two of the Saturday special. But first, let us enter you away. Oh, hello, darling. To hang up on you, but I'm sorry, baby, but I had to go. It's time for that wonderful record show. I'd love to visit, but you'll have to call back. KSCO has the inside track. All right, we do have the inside track, and to prove it, we're going to use the inside track for the next hour to make it a free-for-all. You can call us and make it an open mic. I'm sorry, baby, but I really got to go to KSCO Radio. Bye. And it is my understanding. That Dave Michaels, Dr. Ray, is in the studio. Hi, Dave. Hello, Dave. Hey, MZ, how's it going? There oh, you are. I was, I was, I was in the wrong room there. I was, I was in the oh, wrong I see. room. Yeah, yeah, I'm back yeah. now. I'm back. Uh, how's everything out at the garage? Everything is going all right. It's just now starting to pick up, MZ. We have all kinds of stuff out there, so I anticipate a big swamp of people or a big swarm of people to show up. <laughs> I, I mixed my words up. They're going to show up, though, MZ, and they're going to start buying this stuff up. So if you want to get out there and get your hands on the real good stuff, the new stuff, you should do it pretty early. Hey, We're going to be out there what? tomorrow, too, though, so, so keep that in mind. You're going to be there at least until 2 p.m. today. Right, yeah. right. Yes. And if there and if there's a uh, if there's a bunch of people that show up at the end, you might you're not going to close down and say sorry, or no, are you? Absolutely not. No. If there's if there's still some people you know straggling in at two o'clock, we'll take we'll get them taken care of too. Okay. 
Hey, Dave, yes. um, you know, there's a lot of uh, Slender FX weight management system boxes out there. And we someone needs to do a commercial for that. Uh, maybe I'll do one right now. And, and, and if we can, we could do a recording of it later, you know, just lifted from the Saturday special. Right. Right. You know, but you know, the, the, the Slender FX weight loss system has uh, not only the uh, protein shake, uh, but it also has Sweeties. And the Slender FX sprinkle, which helps, uh, it's a fiber sprinkle. It is so delicious. I put the, uh, I drink the sprinkle, not drink. I pour, it's in a shaker. It's like right. a salt shaker. Right. And you're supposed to shake it on your food. But it tastes, the, the, the stuff itself, the powder itself tastes so good that I, I un, undo the cap. I, I, I twist off the cap and I pour you know, I don't know, a, a cubic inch of, of the of the powder into the palm of my hand, and then I down it. And it tastes so delicious. And then, can I say, I don't want to gross people out. Well, you already did, just, because that's a gross way to eat it. I suggest that you uh, mix it with some uh, almond, almond milk or something. It ain't, it ain't nothing compared really? to what I'm saying now. Uh-oh. Okay? As far as, the, as far as grossing people out. But, um... But listen, I mean, it's 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 a function of life, right? I mean, um, it helps keeping, keep you regular, keeping the alimentary canal moving smoothly, and and this stuff is friggin' amazing. The Slender FX Food Fiber, uh, it's a forty nine gram shaker bottle dietary supplement, right. glycemic friendly, no added sugar. Why there's ten calories. From in one level teaspoon, and I usually have at least a tablespoon, wow. and, and I and I drink it, I, I eat it directly. I, I, I love the pow- the taste of the powder. Total fat zero grams, sodium ten milligrams, uh, total carbohydrates three grams, dietary fiber three grams, soluble fiber three grams, protein zero grams. It's a proprietary blend of acacia gum, maltodextrin. Uh, isomalto oligosaccharide and glucomannan. Yeah. Uh, now, wait a minute. I know those are technical words, but, uh, you know, it's good stuff because after I have this stuff, um, it, it just sort of slides out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> isn't like you know? a gas. I huh? guess, I guess, yeah. I said isn't like uh, a gas. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I mean, you know, the older you get, and they say talk radio is an older person's demographic. Now, we're doing our best with your help, mm-hmm. Dave, uh, you know, on Flight 1080 to lower our demographics from, you know, geezer radio exclusively to, um, you know, productive, uh, more uh, productive uh, middle, middle-aged middle uh, people radio. It's more fun radio. Okay, more fun radio, MFR. All right. That's good. Are, are you enjoying Flight 1080? Or you think we're making? I, I'm really enjoying it. And I'm getting a lot of emails from people who say they love it. Well, that's good because uh, I would measure the success on on the emails and and what people out there think about the show. You know, me, I'm, I'm just out there, you know, trying to entertain people and hopefully uh, get them get them home without getting them all frustrated. You know, covering some stories, some funny, some not so funny, but doing it in a humorous manner where no one you know takes themselves too seriously. I think that's yeah. why you discuss things. Very, very important yeah. to do that. Yeah. Uh, and, and so, uh, yeah, it's, it's a work in progress. And, and uh, 
what about Thomas? Is Thomas going to put his head in there for a while? You know what? I don't know. I'm hoping to get Thomas, but I'll tell you what, MZ. Friday, uh, Monday nights here at KSEO Studios, you know how we have the longevity meetings? Yes. Okay, that is also a great night. If you want to try out for the show, if you have some jokes, you have something that you want to uh, demo tape, you have something that you want to do, we can do it live here. That's the night to show up because I'm telling you, MZ, it's not only going to be a longevity meeting. It's going to be a lot of fun. No matter what, we are going oh, to Oh, I, I attended I attended the last one. Yeah, it was, it was great. The, the second one. I was impressed. I yeah. mean, it's so cool. I mean, if I'm in town, I'm going to attend. I, yeah. I think it's it's hey, just a, what a great way to spend time. Hey, MZ, and, and, I have customers showing up outside right now, so I just want to let people know about the Go Food Bars that you were talking about during the air. Now, so listen to this. This is a list. I mean, it's got all kinds of good stuff in here, but here's a list of stuff that it does not have in it, and this is good, too. No gluten, no soy, no dairy, no nuts, no glycerin, no trans fat, no hydrogenated, hydrogenated. Uh, oil, no high fructose corn syrup, no artificial sweeteners, no preservatives, no coatings, non-GMO and non-irradiated. But there is a ton of good stuff in here, including hemp seeds. <laughs> oh, yeah! Boy. I'm Does telling that you, this, this like, get high? I don't know about that, but this is a health food nuts dream come true. The Go Food bars, we have them here at the studio at the radio station. Four dollars a bar, you, you can't beat it. You can't beat it. Yeah. Now you're not selling them by the bar. No, or we. Are we you? We have uh, well, actually, I have a, I have a, a box that's open, but we sell them by the boxes. But I do have a box. That's you'll, open. you'll let people sample them, right? You can just cut them up and. Sample. They can have a bite of mine, sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll share it with them. I'm gonna head out there, MZ. So you have a good show. Wait, wait a minute. Yeah, wait yeah. a minute, Dave. What, what? I'm here. I'll tell people about signing up for auto ship. Oh, oh. And, and getting on the pro, not just coming to the radio station. That we want. That's sort of an introductory thing to get you going. Right. We're not gonna put the pressure on you to get in the business or anything like that. But if you can see, especially if you come on Monday nights, see how much fun we have. Right. You know, and, and, and see what a great business it is. And it's, it's almost like a zero overhead business. It's, it's a and great. You're doing, you're doing a lot of good for people. Well, that, that, that's products what, are great. That's what we're doing, MZ. We're trying to do good for people every Monday night here at KSEO Studios. Stop by after flight 1080. About 715. So what, is what, do, what do people get today if they sign up for AutoShip and, and, and sign up as a $10 one-time distributor? Boy, I, don't, I, I don't know, MZ. I'm, I'm trying to think. Well, first of all, we could probably hook him up with a book, right, with Jordan Rubin's sure. book. He was here uh, the week before last uh, promoting the uh, – he's the one that founded Beyond Organics, which makes the That's Go right. Food Bars and the Amasi yogurt, which we also have here at the radio station. We'll give him a book and, uh, and, and another freebie, too. I, I, it's, we'll make up something. It'll be definitely worth your time to sign up for AutoShip here at KSEO today. Great. Okay, thank you, Dave. You got it, uh, MZ. Have a good one. You too. So so uh, talking about the Slender FX uh, meal replacement shake, my favorite is vanilla. It comes in vanilla and chocolate flavor. But this vanilla thing, you, you know what I do? I just take a few scoops of this stuff, and I throw it in a shaker, you know, uh, one of these shaker bottles that you can, I mean, you can just use an empty uh, uh, water bottle, really. But, you know, the shaker bottles have a little circular spring in it that sort of agitates the, you know, when you shake it, it really extra shakes it and so forth. So I have one of those things that I got. Longevity sent it to me just sort of as a gift, which is very, very nice. And so um, what I do is I, I put a few scoops of this Slender FX uh, uh, vanilla meal replacement shake uh, in the, in the, uh, in the shaker. And some cold water. You know, it doesn't have to be ice, but just cold water. Just shake the hell out of it. And it, it tastes out of this world. I mean, how can something that tastes so good 
not be bad for you. It's not. It's good for you, and it's good for helping you melt the weight off. And so uh, I'm going to go on this uh, seriously and uh, and see if I can shed uh, shed some pounds here. I'm not overly, I'm not super fat or anything like that, but I, I can definitely lose, you know, 10 or 20 pounds and probably be a whole lot healthier. So anyhow, we're going to make it a uh, open mic program here. So um, anything you want to uh, bring up, um, we would be happy to uh, entertain your phone calls. 479-1080 is the phone number uh, as usual. Um, hey, I got something to mention, MZ. Yeah, hi, Aaron. Sure, what's up? You, uh, Dave was mentioning in the uh, Go Bars that there is no high fructose corn syrup. You know, it's funny that he mentioned that because I was reading um, – as you guys were talking about ingredients and whatnot, did you know that high fructose corn syrup, even though it is normally at least 75 to 90 percent of the time genetically modified, it can actually be derived from non-GMO ingredients? No. It is actually referred to as maize, and it is the process of converting the glucose in corn into fructose, and you can do it. Um, with, you know, if you use corn that has not been genetically modified. And as a matter of fact, I'm, I'm going to have to check my facts on this. Have you ever heard of the uh, old age dressing miracle whip? Kraft, yeah. Kraft yeah. claims that their high fructose corn syrup is made from non-genetically modified maize. Well... Which if I find interesting. Being, if they're being truthful, I suppose that's a good thing. But and but I mean, this is news to me. I always thought uh, HFCS was uh, was uh, art. I mean, synthetically produced, or for that matter, was extremely genetically modified. I didn't know that it actually could be derived or uh, processed naturally. So I just thought that that was kind of interesting. Huh? Yeah, I, I never heard that. Thank you for bringing that up. Yeah. Um, let's see, uh, I'm, did, are, do you like Herman's Hermits, or are you too young to have heard Herman's Oh, sure, are you talking about Peter Noon? Yeah, Peter Noon. Yeah, the, uh, who was it, uh, Jerry Goffin and Carol King wrote a song that they did called I'm Into Something Good, of course I know who Yeah, they yeah, okay, well, see, it's amazing because, you know, you're like 30, right? A few years shy of, but yeah. <laughs> a few years shy of? So like you're 27 or something? 28, 28 about 20, that, yeah. My gosh. No, so um, I, I grew up with all this stuff. I, I, my parents are about 20 years apart. My dad was of the baby boomer generation, and uh, he grew up listening to anything from, uh, you know, uh, what was it, Dionne Warwick to Led Zeppelin to... You know, the Eagles, and my mom was more of the, you know, uh, musical era and uh, disco and stuff like that. So I, I have been exposed to a whole plethora of music. Right. Well, that's good. Uh, Nikki James, uh, who, who used to be a board op uh, here with us, and hope, hopefully she will be working with us again. She uh, had a she, fabulous she, voice, by the way. Oh, my God, yeah. Um, so, so um, yeah, I, I'm... The reason I'm asking you about uh, Herman's Hermits is because um, uh, I this is the time of year that one of my favorite events uh, in the world is going on, and that is a Hot August Nights in Reno. Oh, really? 
Oh my God. I mean, the, the place swells by another half a million humans, many of whom have their classic cars and they just come from all over, you know, all over the area and all over California, all other, many people come from many different states, I think, to attend, uh, hot August nights and, and they have all these great classic car exhibits and it's just, it's just fun, fun, fun. And they also have a bunch of free, um, rock concerts. And, um, night before last, I, um, I attended a Peter Doon concert and, you know, he's been to the Santa Cruz Beach Boardwalk a number of times. Does he it's still on. have it, do you think? I mean, as far as performance? Oh my God. Be- better than, better than ever. Uh, I- I'm trying to bring this thing up here. Uh, Peter Noon Classic Rock. Let me see if this thing, I- I'm, I'm trying to bring it up so I could play some of it here on, on the, uh, on the Rhapsody here, but, I'm not being able to, I'm not able to do that here. So maybe what I, say something. You say something. You take over the program while I figure out why this damn thing isn't working here. Well, you know, you're talking about the classic acts and whatnot. Um, they, you know, as every once in a while, and you know, granted, considering what I have heard about it, I'm not so much of a fan of American Idol and those other shows. I think a lot of them are rigged. That's just my opinion. But uh, they had on a gal. Uh, once, I think the same week that Peter Noon was a guest on Idol, her name is Lulu. Do you remember Lulu? Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, to Sir with Love, I think. Hell of a voice. She did an album in 1970 for Atco Records called New Routes, and it, she did a cover of a song called Feeling All Right. And uh, Dave Mason, I'm sure you remember, did a, a version of it. I found it, good. Mrs. Brown, you've got a lovely daughter. Girls as sharp as hair are something rare. But it's sad. She doesn't love me now. She's made it clear enough. It ain't no good to find She wants to return those things I bought her Tell her she can keep them just the same Things have changed She doesn't love me now She's made it clear enough
If she finds that I've been round to see you, tell her that I'm well and feeling fine. I haven't invited requests, but we've got a great system here for requests. All you got to do is call 479-1080 in area 831. Um, and, and here, let's see what else. There's some of this Henry VIII. It doesn't. You don't have to limit it to. Uh, you don't have to limit it to uh, to Peter uh, Noon, uh, Herman's Hermits. But but there are some pretty good uh, things here. Here, this is. Uh, but you can do anything. Four seven nine ten eight. There's a kind of flesh all over the world. You know what? This this particular recording is a little weird. It doesn't sound. You know how. People do the same, even if it's the original artist, they do their own, you know, versions of it. Every time they sing it, it sounds a little different. Um, I'm going to see, uh, well, it looks like we got some people who, uh, who want to hear some things. Um, let, let, me, uh, let me move my Slender FX shake and my Slender FX weight management system powder and uh, go to uh, Michael and Live Oak. Uh, hey, Michael, what do you want to yeah, do? Good morning, Michael. Um, Hi. Yeah, Peter Noon has not been to the boardwalk for a long time. He used to come. That's over a, yeah, time. you're right. It, well, he hasn't been for a long time, but he used to come. Like I, I, ho- I hope he comes uh, next year, maybe. So do I. Anyway, I wanted to request uh, Henry VIII, if possible. Oh, okay. That sounds that that should be pretty easy, actually. Here it is. So. Uh, 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 um.
That was incredible. If the person on your right was not singing, hit them. Fools boss, much, much worse. Oh. You know what I noticed? I, I thought this was sort of neat. It, it says something to do with the age of the uh, audience. Um, you know, when people were were uh, were singing, when you just heard that last thing where, where he was sort of kidding around with them, it sounded the, the voices were were pretty deep. They were low, but more than half of those voices belonged to women. And you know, I think they're. It just sort of tells you that they're all postmenopausal women who need estrogen. Because they have deep voices, a lot of times deeper voices than the men. So, <laughs> anyhow, I'm amused by all this kind of stuff here. So, um, uh, all right, if you want to call and make a request, that's 479-1080. Uh, but I'm going to go uh, to um, uh, playlist here, and I'm going to go to my playlist. I got uh, something for you, MZ. What is it, Aaron? I bet you have never heard it, but I bet you'd like it. What? You want me to you want me to try it and if you don't like it I'll cut it off. Yes. All right. You uh, you familiar you'll be familiar with this gal. She was regarded as the most popular singer of the the 20th century. This was her trying to do uh, like beach rock music. I don't like it. You hate it. No, I just don't like it. Who is it? Streisand. Is it really? Yes. Oh. Uh, Billboard actually back, I think it was in 1968, said that that was a promising new single. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay, sure. well, I, I, they were wrong. I yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, who is this? Anybody want to call 479-1080 and let us know who this is? Fade that down. Jim and Aptos, what, what song is this? That was uh, The Pretenders uh, with Chrissy Hine. Uh, yeah, but what's the name of the song? Back on the Chain, back on the chain Gang. 
Uh, you got it. Uh, come on down to 2300 Portola Drive. I'm going to put you on hold. Uh, uh, um, Dave will have a 50 plus dollar canister of Beyond Tangy Tangerine for you. All right. I love right. Beyond Tangy Tangerine. Hey, you know, one other thing I wanted to say was yeah. today is the anniversary in 1971, a release of an album that nobody really cared that much about back then, but it fits. Everybody recognizes it's one of the best. It was Layla and Other Love Songs. Was oh, Layla. Yeah, Layla and Other Love Songs with the, with the hit, the one that was, uh, was going to be the hit is Bell Bottom Blues. Uh-huh. But later, after it got re-released, people realized how great Layla was, and, they actually, uh-huh. and that actually charted. The album didn't chart when it first released. As a matter of fact, uh, I, Eric, Eric and Dwayne were very upset that nobody really liked the album. Uh, yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah. I'm trying. I'm trying to find it. I thought I had it. Well, you, Dave, know, you don't okay. have it. This is going to be a good. We got to make this prize really good. I've got it somewhere. I'll find it. But thank you. I got to put you on hold. Come up with a keyword okay. or something so that someone doesn't claim that they're you. And, and yep. say, and get a, okay, hold on. Uh, he's on one, Aaron. Jim and Aptos is on one. Uh, oh, oh, what is this? This looks pretty good, huh? H- how do I turn it up, though? Um, here. In the twilight, Fernando, you were humming to yourself and something strange. I could hear the distant drums and sounds of you with those who were coming from They were close in my commando And the hour and minute seemed to last it uh, I was so Okay. Alright. Okay. This is one of the most beautiful songs. It was one of my father's favorite, favorite songs. Tell me if you know what it is. I'm going to play the whole thing.
Wasn't that a beautiful, beautiful song? Uh, okay, special, special, high-value prize will go to the person who calls with the um, name of that song and the artist. Name of that song and the artist. Uh, here's an email that just arrived uh, six minutes ago. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It's from T to Michael. Mr. Z. Thank you so much for putting Alex Jones on your KOMY station at 7 p.m. I was feeling so deprived having to miss the first hour on KSCO when the other programs, like the stuffy sports guy who sounds like he needs an enema, and the Let's Not Go Fishing shows are on. In desperation, I was tuning around and was so happy when I heard Alex Jones on KOMY. Keep up the great programming. T, spelled T-E-E. Okay, hey, you're welcome, you know. I didn't even know that we were doing that. But uh, it's a great idea. Whoever came up with that idea, maybe I did and just forgot about it. Who knows? But, uh, yeah, th- there's good stuff on uh, on AM 1340. There really, really is. It's not just AM 1080 that's got good stuff. It's AM 1340 that's got great stuff also. Um, okay, Rick and, Na- and Nampa, or is it Napa, Idaho? What is it, Nampa? Rick? Yeah, it's Napa. You got it right. Um, hey, I was wondering if you guys could put together the master reel of jingles that you guys used to have. And then yeah. make a CD sell it. Oh, hey, that's an idea. What a great idea. We could sell stuff. We love yeah. to sell stuff because selling stuff brings in moolah. And, uh, you know, we... we Advertising on KSCO is a, is a really really good value, but we don't have we don't have too many people doing sales for KSCO. Uh, Michael Olson is our main guy. Rosie does a little bit of selling. Uh, uh, Dave Michaels does a tiny little bit of selling, and I do ever so small. We should have an army of salespeople, and um, and you know it's a really fun job actually because you know the selling part, you know pushing somebody to sign on the dotted line. Isn't isn't the most fun in the world, but when it's for a fun radio station like KSCO, it's sort of a different story. But the real fun part comes when you're um, being creative, creating, uh, you know, writing ads. Because the advertiser, you know, they don't, they're not radio people; they don't know how to compose and perform a radio ad. But you can do that for them, and that's the real creative fun part. Anyhow. Um, 
Yeah, that's a neat idea. In fact, I've got some of those jingles that I could play, I think. I think, somewhere. Should I play some of those jingles, Rick? Definitely, definitely. Okay. All right, if, I, if, if they're in the iPhone, I'll be able to play them. If they're in the computer, uh, it'll be a little harder because of the way I have this wired. Anyhow, how's everything in Idaho these days, my man? A little hot and a little smoky, but outside of that, we're okay. Well, good. Okay. Well, thank you for calling in, and thank you for being a faithful Saturday special listener, Rick. Appreciate it. And, and thank you. Hang in there. That Drake's oyster bar thing isn't a loss because he woke up hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people, so it'll backfire on him. I hope so. Yeah, thank you much. Uh, there goes okay, Rick in, in Nampa, Idaho. Here comes Andy in Santa Cruz. Andy, you're on the air. Hi, uh, I'm calling about the song you just played. Okay. I wish I had a drum roll here. Let's see if you get it right. It's A Beautiful Friendship by Nat King Cole. Mm, nope. Aww. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, no, it's not. But nice try. Thank you. Thank you very much for trying. Okay. okay. And All thanks right. for listening to KSCO. Mike in Santa Cruz is next. Uh, Mike, do you have a guess for that that, pro, that um, uh, song that we played? No, I don't actually, but I, I was going to, I just had a question for you. I was wondering, you know, I, I listen to KSCO pretty much from the start of my day, from the end of my day while I'm working and stuff, but maybe I've been kind of grasping for like some, some content, you know, and with Lost of Charlie at the happy hour and, 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 and you know, obviously you put Lackey in there, and that was whatever it was. But uh, I was wondering if you have any plans to, like, fill that space with anything other than what you're doing right now, and if you've ever heard of a guy named Andy Dean, because I know you don't like to do too much syndicated radio, and I like that, but uh, Andy Dean is a classic, super cool radio show, and it would be good on KSU. Well, you, you were correct. Uh, it ain't going to happen if it's a syndicated show, because that's not what people like. Um, we, we don't want to be a cookie-cutter radio station. There's enough of them already. We're proud to be unique. And e- even though, even though, you know, some of our programming, you know, we're, we're, we're admittedly, we're, we're, you know, a lot of it's a shot in the dark, but some of it's going to stick. And I think, I think we're on the right track on, on a Flight 1080 show, even if you, sounds like you don't think we're on the right track. But, you know, just... Well. You know what? I like Dave. I think Dave's cool, and he's better off without the lackey. But I, uh, you know, and, and you know, I don't know. I like to finish my day with something that's like common, you know, something that's got some content to it. But that's just me. So I mean, if it doesn't work for me, I'll find another radio station. But that's my. Oh my God! Idea. Don't do that! Don't do that! Well, that would be terrible. Well, I mean, between uh, Ruth Coffee. I know we got to give you what you want. We got to give you well, what you want. You don't have to give it to me, but somebody will. That's that's how it works. Okay. All right. Thanks, MZ. Thank you, Mike and Santa Cruz. No, yeah, Mike and Santa Cruz. That's right. That's who you are, huh? There he goes. Now, what about Aaron in Monterey? Hey, I wish I could guess that song, but uh, I do not have a clue. But on a similar note, I had a question. Um, This probably is not the case, but you know the jingle that you guys have? That you start your show with, kind of jazzy yeah. female. Yeah, good. Mo- oh, 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 the second hour, right? Yeah, yeah. The, the first yeah. time I heard that, I, I thought that maybe it was your mother singing when she was young. There's something about it. Uh-huh. Um, doubtful, right? It, not only doubtful, uh, it's not true. That's what I figured. <laughs> but I can't get it out of my head. It sounds like her 
if she were to sing when she was younger. It has a certain tone to it. But uh, um, I just wanted to check in and say that, uh, is it Kelly that's with Dave now? Is that her name? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. At Smart. first I yeah. wasn't. At first, I was not feeling it, but she's starting to grow on me a little bit. So, oh, yeah. uh, I, I've heard that by so many, from so many others. It's true. Yeah, so maybe that's working. And I also was curious, uh, this is kind of a long shot, but uh, what about Carell? How, how do you feel about him? Is there any chance that he could have a part in the station? Uh, only if he became a local guy. You know, uh, which I don't think he will. We, you know, he, uh, I've had him on the Saturday special a couple of times. Okay, you know? I haven't heard that, but uh, I've been following him. He kind of drives me crazy, you know. But I've been following him, and and I think he's 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 got talent. And, uh, and anybody you know. can listen to that show just by going to Google and typing uh, typing in uh, Carell KSCO Saturday special, and it'll come right up, and you'll be able to hear it. I'll check it out. Yeah, so you, but he, fact, because there, he broadcast. There were, there, were two of them. there were two of them. Yeah, he broadcast from his house in, uh, last I heard, anyhow, he broadcast from his house in uh, southern Los Angeles. Right, yeah. but you don't want that, or you or you want him to be local? Well, we want people to be local as much as possible, because that's how we can be different from everybody else. And that's how, and that's how we want to, we want to make it, you know, so, if, if possible. Yeah, but, yeah no, that, really. Has ties. You know, he comes to Monterey all the time, and I mean, he's pretty. Uh, you know, he's around and he's interested in, in Northern California. Well, and and Carell is also associated with our good friends at uh, uh, Genesis Communications Network, GCN Radio. My friend Ted Anderson, who owns the uh, the network which uh, uh, produces and distributes the Alex Jones Show and about sixty other shows, including Carell's. Yeah, I mean, I just really think he would work. You know, he bounces back and forth. He's been going to Arcata um, and NorCal doing those comedy shows. Uh-huh. And, uh, so I don't know. I just, I was just well, curious. We'll give I it some care. I like, it's, it's a good excuse for me to call him up and check in, you know? Yeah. Because yeah, he, he's, a, he's a de- definitely an interesting character. And then one more thing. Um, Monterey, I've, I've heard one ad come out here from my friend that I grew up with, the gunsmith. Uh-huh. Um, any luck going with the... Uh, Getting that going down here and getting your name out more. Um, well, our name, our name is out plenty. That's why I think it's amazing that, uh, you know, I, I was running ad, I was running an ad that I wrote and voiced for weeks that we're looking for a Monterey County sales manager, and um, so far, uh, nothing. That's yeah. what I'm saying. I don't, I don't yeah. quite get it. I mean, if a I, wonderful opportunity. A person, a person with fire in his or her belly uh, can earn, uh, you know, um, Easily, uh, uh, well, easily a hundred thousand dollars or more a year in selling yeah, advertising. I mean, I, I wish, I especially wish if I they have, especially, especially if they have the whole, you know, territory. Uh, you know, Monterey, Carmel, um, uh, Salinas, uh, Pebble Beach. Uh, you yeah, know, that whole area to themselves. You know, as I told you before, I worked at the Monterey County Weekly before, and I know all about those guys. You know, despite. Uh, us not, you know, favoring them too much for what they do, you and me both, I think, um, they know how to gather money. Who's and, that? Uh, Say that Monterey again? County Weekly. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. You know, and uh, they, they've got it dialed. All the other papers are dying, and that thing is thick, and it's full of ads. Um, uh-huh. So, you know, I've mentioned it to a couple people I know um, that work there in sales, but uh, nobody's grabbed it, so. 
Uh-huh. Well, it's wide open, so I don't know. They must they must all be doing pretty well there to not want to make a change, but I'll tell you one person, uh, one, one thing. The, the person who does grab on that opportunity to become um, uh, even not even manager, but that's what we we, we have that open. We have a man. We have it wide open for for Monterey uh, and even San Benito County. I think uh, people are kind of afraid because you haven't really busted into the market here. I would say, just my intuition. Uh-huh. You now it's like there's not an existing. You might have to convince people um, of the opportunity. You know. Right. Well, you know? we'll see. Yeah, proof is in the pudding. Yeah. You know, when people when when we get some advertisers and uh, they get good results, that's the pudding. Yep. <laughs> you know. Hey, thank you very much, Aaron. Appreciate no your call to the Saturday special, and thanks for listening to KFCO. Ray and Marina, hey, you're on the air on KFCO. Hey, uh, thanks for taking my call. Hey, I'm one of your advertisers, and uh, definitely get results. I get people in every day saying they heard the ad on the radio. Well, what, what, what's, what's your business? I'm the Kinsmith that Aaron was talking about. Oh, okay, about. yeah, Aaron just talked about you. Yeah, great. Yeah. Uh, we're, yeah, we're the, we're, we are the absolute best kept advertising secret because, and it's my fault because I've never been actively trying to, uh, hire salespeople all the way back since 1995 when I made the decision. You know what? Well, it's too, it's too hard to hire salespeople who are really good. And that was when, yeah. when, when the longevity thing came, came, came around and I discovered that that was a, a great way to raise revenue, feel good about what you're doing, help a lot of people. Um, and uh, it, up until then, it had been too difficult um, dealing with salespeople who, who had their hand out expecting to be paid for trying to sell. We love to pay people, right. pay them very handsomely for selling. But but for trying to sell, no, 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 no. It just doesn't cut it, you know. <laughs> so right. I, I got Rick. I, d- I decided we weren't going to do that anymore, and we still won't do that. But it doesn't, and as a result, you know, we haven't had much of a sales department, you know, a, a one-person sales department. That's ridiculous. We should have a 15-person a sales department for a station like this. And and there's this great opportunity available, but it's got to be somebody who's like me who does not want to get paid unless they produce, unless they feel that they right. deserve the money. That they that they that they've earned the money, you know. This KSCO is isn't a isn't a isn't a uh, what do you call it a uh, well in many ways it is a charity. <laughs> we we put out a lot of stuff for a lot of good stuff for free, but you know well, you know what I'm to trying to say. Yeah, to give you an example, how easy it was. I called up, I talked to Michael Olson, we exchanged I think two or three emails, made an appointment, came up, did the recorded the commercial and you know that took half hour and you know by the next week it was on the air you know and i then i was on a show the week prior but i mean it was you know that quick that easy and then get results that same week and last week i had a woman call me come in and she was on her way to walmart heard the ad and she goes i decided to come here instead you know and that's hey that's big yeah yeah no for sure no, it's only a matter of time before before we are discovered in Monterey County. And, uh, you know, I don't even think we're as discovered as we should be in Santa Cruz County, but, of course, I'm biased. <laughs> so, 
Anyhow, hey, thanks for for calling, Ray, and happy happy your ads are working on KSCO for the Gunsmith for the for the your business. Thank you. Okay. There goes our wide open lines with about six, seven minutes to go here on the KSEO Saturday special. If you want to call us, we'd love to hear from you on the air at uh, 479-1080, You can email me, mz at ksco.com. Uh, gee, no, nobody got, um, nobody got the, uh, that music here. Uh, it was close. The the one person who called uh, was um, was pretty close, but uh, totally off on the uh, on the uh, artist. So uh, let's see here. Does anybody want to hear a karaoke? And then uh, here you you can do this here. This will be sort of fun. Okay, what was that? Does anybody know what that was? It's karaoke of a song that was popular in the 60s. Okay, um, that'll be a whole lot easier to guess than, than, than the other one that I know why I played before it. But uh, anyhow, uh, here let's see what Annie and Monterey has. Is that, are you calling to guess that uh, song? Uh, Actually, no, I didn't. I didn't hear it. But I do. I do want to give a plug into the Beyond Organic Swear of Eve. Oh, okay, sure. I, um, the, you know, the guy that was on last Saturday, uh, I bought the, uh, the Swear of Eve, the three-day cleanse. Yeah. And I just want to tell everybody, oh, my gosh, this stuff is so good. Wow. That, I've, been, I've been thinking about going on my three-day Swear of Eve cleanse. Now I'll I'm tell you. It, now I'm going to do it for sure because of MD, your testimonial. You need to go. He said to start off with the bronze. Next time I'm going to go to the silver, and then I'll go to the gold. But, oh, my gosh, this stuff is good, and especially if you're going to go on a special, um, you, you know, you just need to, to detox everything, or if you want to go to a special event and you want to look good, it takes inches off. You're not hungry. Uh, the second day you do have a little bit of a headache, but that's the detoxing going on there. But, um, you know, and you, they, they send you this little leaflet to what, when, what to take and when to take it and what time to take it and everything. And I just, I've slept so well. Well, I am so happy to hear that. Yes. Wow. That is tremendous. Well, well, thank okay, you so much. Okay, that's all I have time. to say. Huh? Uh, do we have your permission to use that as a commercial? Oh, my gosh, yes. All right. Hey, thank you so much, Annie okay. and Monterey. Yes, sir. 479-1080. Bye. Uh, the person who said in the email, a walking miracle, no, no. Um, close. A walking miracle was done by the same group, but that that karaoke was actually easier said than done by the Essex. Now, I don't know who actually, and I believe the Essex also did a walking miracle. So, um, anyhow, uh, looks like we have another caller, uh, Nick at Royal Oaks. Hey, Nick, you're on. Yeah, I like that song. The one that the, that lady sings. Easy, you know, said, and then Walking Miracle. Yeah. Yeah. I like uh, to take him up on that. Um, uh, there's a there's an industry that should be booming right now, and you don't even hear about it. So maybe they'll call you up if they're listening. People who can wax cars. Because mm-hmm. I've waxed my car, and I haven't even washed it in months. 
Oh. And, uh, you know, the water shortage, all you need is to wipe it. I mean, i got a car cover now, and that, that's a big deal, but all you have to do is wipe it. Well, you know, some of the dust particles can be and are uh, very abrasive. It's sort of like sandpaper. Well, so, that's why you pay somebody to do that. Or you get so a wait, face mask. So wait a minute. Are, are you saying that because of the drought, you know, people are subject to fines and so forth for water? Well, I think that uh, some, somebody who is interested in advertising should be um, coming on and saying, wax, wax the car for the drought and, you know, give their number on. Oh. I don't, I, I don't see many shiny cars right now, so they ought to be hard-pressed. I see what you're saying. Okay. I mean, uh, it's great that they're letting them go, but, I mean, with the knowledge of you don't even have to wash a car when you get it waxed, or, or even buy a buffer, you know, that's Ace Hardware. That's one right. of your sponsors, at least Charlie. Uh, I am looking through, I am uh, thumbing through a bunch of, uh, uh, oh, here's something. This is This is one of my favorite songs here. Now, does anybody know the name of this song? second who is that who is does anybody know who that is and what song that is yeah uh, caller you're on the line you're on the air i'm on the i'm on the air yeah do you have a guess yes uh that's the song from the disneyland main street electrical parade uh it is actually called baroque hoedown but we'll, baroque we'll, hoedown we'll that. that's right yeah baroque hoedown by uh, perry kingsley okay 